Hello, guys, and welcome back to the Imaginots Lazarus. Uh, last time when we left off, uh, our characters were lost in the Schaefer Estate, an old mansion that for some reason seems to exist both in the real world and in some sort of parallel dimension, uh, this red space. Um, Digby and Mary found themselves separated, and Digby came into contact with with some otherworldly beast. Uh, and Mary came into contact with herself, in a way, unlocking <laughs> powers that had laid dormant inside of her. Um, they regrouped as Digby fell unconscious on the floor. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is where we pick up. How we feeling, guys? Good. Feeling, well, feeling pretty good, yeah. Feeling pretty good? Me or in character? <laughs> how about how about both? How about both? Uh, I'm good. I'm chilling. I had Moe's before this. It's very <laughs> nice. Moe's? I love Moe's. Yeah. Do we have to censor that out? Like, are we going to get uh, in trouble for saying? <laughs> no. Can, can we not endorse <laughs> the fact that we love certain <laughs> companies? Uh, yeah, hi, Moe's. Hello, hello Moe's. You can sponsor us at any we point in time. That. Yeah. I wouldn't mind that at all. Um, um, Mary no. is not doing good, nor has she had Moe's. Oh. She's a bit panicked. I know, I know. It's crazy. How about how about Digby? And Artie, I am prompting you to make snoring noises as Digby is passed out on the <laughs> ground <laughs> right now. <laughs> um, but actually, today, we are not going to pick up with either one of our uh, titular characters uh, for the start of this. Whoa. Uh, I'm actually going to give us some exposition on another character in this wacky, funny story. Wow, that's super wacky and funny. Super wacky and funny. Uh, As I describe this scene before us right now. In a year previous to this, well, many years previous, a man walked alone down a cold, empty street. Gun on his hip. He approached an abandoned warehouse. Lonely as he looked, this man with his cigarette hanging out of his mouth. He was not necessarily alone, as there was one other with him. And as we pan up, we see the shoulder-length black hair, scar just above the mouth of a 30s-something Richard Thomas. <gasps> and oh my in tow, God! we see a much younger Mary Thomas. At this point in time, if I am correct, uh, Mary would have only been about six or seven years old. Yeah. Um, but, uh, no. Mary, uh, you would know that your father is, like, the coolest person on the planet at this point. Um... 
you know he has a job with a company called Vanguard. Um, and you don't know very much about it because he doesn't like to talk about it. Um, but basically what you do know is that he is away a lot at work. And um, for whatever reason, your mom wasn't able to take care of you on this particular day. So your dad is bringing you along on one of his jobs, one of his operations. Nice. How does Mary feel about that? She's stoked. Like you said, at this point, he is the coolest guy ever. Uh... Yeah. She's, she's happy about it. <laughs> so, um, the thing about this warehouse is it's situated just off of a neighborhood. And, um, which means there is a public park right across. Um, and he says, Mary, you wait here. I'm going to go inside. I just got to grab some things real quick. Okay? Okay! And she goes running off, whatever. She's on crack. I don't know. Okay. Uh, she goes running off towards the playground. Um, and we're gonna stop following uh, Richard. Um, <laughs> and focus, focus more on Mary. Uh, 20, 30 minutes pass by. Um, and your dad hasn't shown his face. You're getting a little bit bored. What would Mary do? It's an empty playground? Yeah, pretty much. I I didn't describe this before, but it is, it is like midnight. Oh. What? Yeah, no, your mom is working the night shift at the hospital, and so okay. your dad is bringing. Okay, okay, okay. Uh... Well, she was dicking around for a little bit, um, and, yeah, she's bored. She's been throwing rocks at various things. Uh, I would say she would go towards the warehouse to try and, like, check things out, see where he is, etc. Okay, um, as she ventures towards this warehouse, uh, she finds the door cracked a jar and you can hear noises coming from inside not not like a, a commotion but more of like a low mechanical sound mm. what would she, she do she I think she would just poke her head in. She's not going to knock or anything because it's kind of freaking her out. And she just kind of wants to look at what's happening. There is nothing readily available when you look inside. Um, but as you, as you stick your head in, you do notice uh, that off to the left, um, there's a little, like, tool bench um, and it seems that underneath, there there are marks on the floor that show that it has been moved recently. Um, and underneath that, you can see a little bit of light gleaming out. 
Uh, okay. She pushes the door open a little bit further and goes, Dad? You get no response. She starts walking into the room. Uh, as you walk into the room, again, the place looks very basic. The only light that you can see is coming from underneath there. And it looks like there is a gap small enough for Mary to fit. Uh, you bet she, like, shimmies her ass into it. So you lower yourself to the ground, uh, shimmy yourself inside, um, and plop down into what looks to be some sort of hidden facility. You can see these containers, just crates, um, of different objects, chemicals, um, all sorts of stuff. Uh, They all have little clipboards attached to them with um, descriptions. um, And... I mean, it's it just looks like it's a storage warehouse for something important. Um, you can see the the crates all have uh, logos on them. Sivotech. Uh, hmm. And um, you can hear footsteps coming from the other side of this room. Uh, that seems to go out into another hallway. Okay. She turns towards the footsteps. She turns towards the footsteps and goes, "Dad, Mom said you were giving me chicken nuggets when this is over, and I don't know if McDonald's is going to be open at this point." So, again, no response. Are the footsteps not going towards her? Uh, the the footsteps are just like ambient. A- ambient, yeah. She starts following that noise then. So, eventually, Mary comes to a gigantic door. It seems to be triple bolted, and it has a number code attached to it. And it's, um, it's open right now. She goes through it, then. She's on a mission. As she wanders through it, uh, you can see something sitting on a pedestal in the middle of the room. Uh, A what looks to be burnt, ashy hand. Mm. Just the hand? Yeah, sitting straight up. And as you step forward and sort of analyze this object a little bit, you hear a voice coming from behind you. Mary? And you whip back to look at your father and you knock the pedestal over. Falling to the floor, it disperses into ash. (laughs) 
sorry, my knee-jerk reaction was to go, shit, but I forgot that she was, like, <laughs> She a was kid. a child. <laughs> ah, fuck! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Dad, I'm, d- where were you? Mary, I, I told you to wait at the park. D- it's dark outside. Yeah, I, listen, wait. Oh my. Or Mary, I can't. And he's looking at the pedestal that has been knocked over. And it seems it seems to you it's weird. Uh, it looks like the ash is gone. It didn't dissipate um onto the floor. It just you don't know where it is. Uh, it was an accident. I'm sorry. Mary, I... Okay, we gotta get out of here. This... I, I, I will... We'll go through McDonald's on the way home. But I, I just... I... God. I, um... I'm... Oh. I'm sorry. Oh, God. No, it's okay. It's okay, honey. It's okay. Alright. Okay. Okay. What was that? What was what? Oh, oh, it's, it was it was nothing. It was nothing. Um, okay, we are leaving. Um, and he grabs your hand and starts to lead you out the door. Um, but as you do, uh, this big vault door had a circular um, window looking into the room. Um, and as you look into that, uh, you can see your reflection, and you can see somebody standing behind you. And we're going to jump cut uh, to 30, 45 minutes later um, as you are arriving back at your house. Did we get and McDonald's? You did get McDonald's. <laughs> and your dad um, looks back um, out of the window. Or into the back seat of the car, uh, and he says, "Mary, I um, I'm gonna be honest. That was I we I think we I think I think I messed up. Um, and I'm gonna need you to go inside, and I'm gonna need you to pack your things. What? No. No. Yeah. I'm gonna no, need you to no, get your. No. No. We can't move again." We just got here. Mary, I'm going to need you to go inside, and I'm going to need you to pack your things. It was an accident, and it wasn't even my fault. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. That's right. But I'm going to need you to go inside, I'm going to need you to get your things, and we're going to need to leave. What about Mom? I will... I'm going to get you to a safe place, and then I'm going to go and I'm going to get Mom. I'm going to come back for Mom, Okay. Okay. And she gets out of the car and runs up to a ro- to her room. And um, as you open the door, in the back of your throat, you can't hold back the scream as it escapes. What the hell? Sorry. 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 And we're going to cut back to the Schaefer Estate. 
Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, So, Mary, um, you have... I'm going to say that you have probably... It's probably been, like, an hour since Digby passed out. Uh, His condition isn't looking great. He's taken on sort of a grayish shade grayer Uh-oh. than usual um, oh no and uh you probably propped him up maybe like on the desk or something um what are you gonna do kill him kill him he's already <laughs> dead what are you gonna do <laughs> uh how do how do you how do you handle this mary uh not well Badly. wait 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 i have an idea i have an idea and she and she looks at him and I don't know if he's conscious or not, but she points and she goes, I'm going to make you better. And she goes back to the kitchen area. Also, are there like, is there a, is there a towel in the kitchen? Please say yes. Uh, there are plenty of towels, yeah. Okay. She takes one and she dips it in the, the, the water. Uh, so the towel instantly disintegrates and blows up in the air. Ah! She, okay, okay, okay. She takes another towel, because I'm assuming there's multiple. Yep. And she takes the ladle, and she takes the water from the, the pot, and she puts it on the towel, and then she, sp- before anything happens, she runs back up to Digby and goes to put the rag on him. So what happens as you remove the water from the pot with the with the ladle? <laughs> it seems to uh, keep, it, it seems to remain in the ladle, but once it hits the towel, it evaporates. Okay, she takes the ladle, takes a little bit of water, and she's like, I'm going to make him drink this because this water is magic, and mark my words, I'm going to figure this shit out. And she's talking to herself because that's where we're at right now. Okay. Um, and I guess you go back and give him the water? I spoon feed it to him like it's soup. Oh, cool. So, um, Artie, your character, Digby Bush, uh, does, does regain consciousness, uh, but inhaling vapor, um, as, as again, this water evaporates (laughs) as soon as it leaves the ladle. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Aha! Do you feel better? (coughs) What? I did it! What's... I'm sorry. Thank you for getting me up. Um, You're welcome. Why do you have, like, an empty an empty ladle? D- uh... was, was that... Oh, did you, like, hit me with it to wake me up? No. No, I nursed you back to health. Sure you did. Anyway, I, thank I you. I did! Okay, yeah. I... I... Okay. Alright. Um... Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> it's not funny, Quentin. It's not funny. <laughs> it's very funny. It's not funny. It's very funny. I'm gonna figure out what that stupid fucking ladle does. Uh, gonna, literally? I'm gonna do okay. it. I'm gonna do so, it. I, I um, really do not think it has any importance. <laughs> this is the first time you've seen the ladle, uh, Digby. Make a... Let's see. Make a sharp check. I got an eight. 
Okay, an eight. That's a mixed success. Um. Yeah, this ladle looks important. Told you. <laughs> okay. Um. <clears throat> Mary, I don't know wherever you found that, but I just have a hunch that. <laughs> I I just have a hunch that we may need it. How about how about we just keep that around? Oh, trust me. It's glued to my hip. My god. Oh, okay. I'll trust you that So the how are you? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Alright, hold on. What did you say? <laughs> so I was going to say, how are you feeling now that you're alive, for sure? Well, um... I'm feeling iffy. Ah. <laughs> do Quentin, do we still have like the injuries? Like Digby has like the hit hurt the thing on his head and Mary has the Uh yes. Okay. Uh Digby does have a massive dent in his skull and Mary has a massive gash in her chest. <laughs> you know, Mary, it does worry me that we seem to be feeling fine, given that we... I, I feel like we should be dead. Oh, I think we are. I got a magic tarot card reading, and I'm pretty sure we're not alive. Mary, are you hallucinating again? No, 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 no. Well, maybe. That's to be decided. Uh, <sighs> but I did get a tarot card reading. Sure. Okay. I right. did! I, I, I believe you, just maybe you misinterpreted it, because I, I, we can still feel, right? We're not ghosts. All of the cards were the dead ones. Well, maybe, <laughs> well, maybe some other people are going to be the dead ones. And look, 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 I can see, ones. no, 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 Digby, I can see letters. <laughs> I don't think an alive person can do that. Mary. We both I know can the see letters, no, in the walls. Come here, look. <laughs> and she brings him to all the places that she sees the letters. He does not. He does not see any letters. C L A C. Mary, what R are you talking about? A. No, <laughs> the glowing letters. Mary, take some deep breaths. Just collect yourself. There aren't any <gasps> letters here. No. This is a wall. <laughs> okay. There is a key in the sink. It is a real key, and I think that that might be what gets us out of here. Okay. So maybe we should try getting this supposed key in this theoretical I was, sink. I was trying to, and then you died again. Oh well, that doesn't seem. You fair have little. To you have little fingers. Come on, come on, come on, come on. I think you'll be able to just, like, reach in there and hook it out. If you weren't able to do it, what, how, I don't think I... Because I, you have I, I don't think I old man fingers. Oh I have God. perfectly young and healthy fingers, okay? Okay, sure. <laughs> oh God. We do have to get that key out of the sink, though. I think. Alright, um... What do we have? What do we have so far, Quentin? We've got the 
um, the ladle, and I know I have the bird. Yeah, you do um, have the bird, which I I meant to be like a ma. It is a massive boon as far as mystery solving. Yeah. It's it, it's basically like a three times a session that takes place in the Schaefer Estate. You can basically use the bird to point you in the direction of a puzzle that is unfinished. Okay. Like like the next step in a puzzle that you're working on. So it won't just like show you where to go. It'll give like a hint. Uh well, or it'll just... it'll start chirping um and it'll be like a hey, it gets louder as you draw nearer. Interesting. Okay. Um <clears throat> Mary, have you found anything maybe we can use to like stick down the drain and hook the key out? I feel like there should be something around the house as big as this. I haven't tried the ladle yet, I don't think. Which what? seems like it should have been the first place. The handle of the ladle is probably curved, yes. No. Oh, never mind. No, I don't have anything. I don't have anything to reach down the drain with because the ladle is useless, evidently. Hmm. Well, I'd say we don't have much else to do, so why don't we start looking for something? So, sure. I, here's what I will say. I will give you guys, like, an update on the things that you have not checked yet. Okay. The rooms that you have not been to. Uh, so you guys have been to the conservatory, the east wing, the kitchen, the west wing, the washroom, and the library. In the library, there is a door with a red lock on it. Okay. Now, there was also a red lock on the kitchen door that you use the red key to open. So, oh. using the powers of deduction... <laughs> Of which Mary has zero. <laughs> um, but also upstairs, you guys have been to the master bedroom and the room that um, Mary woke up in. Which you haven't really re-explored since then. Okay. Oh. Um. <laughs> I'm sorry, you said, where's the door with the red lock on it? Uh, it is sitting in the library, where and, you guys currently are. And you said we've already used a red key? So, uh, Mary Mary got a red key from the master bedroom right. that she used to open up the kitchen, um, which she still has. Through uh, the power of reasoning, I'd assume that might fit in the... Yeah, hey, the I have door. a key that looks like this will fit. Ha <laughs> Uh... <laughs> So well, as um, <laughs> as Bella makes the Korok sound uh, from <laughs> Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, um, it, it opens. It opens. It opens up. And inside is a circular room that seems to be some sort of tower. Huh. I yeah. was not expecting this to be in here. Um, huh. Very, very Shakespearean of it. Yes, yes. Uh, and as you look around in here, um, you notice a massive, like, oh, 
stained glass window, um, and it looks to be uh, the sun. Um, and with the red, like passing through, it it looks to be some sort of like apocalyptic sun. It looks very cool in my in my brain. It's a sun, but there's red light shining through it. Very Ooh. very neat. Um, and in the middle of this room, there also looks to be some sort of like some sort of contraption. Some sort of contraption it looks to be some, some sort of like gadget. pedestal. Ooh. Some little pedestal with uh with uh, and I don't want to say this, but uh but an but an insert. There's an insert. An insert. There is an insert. Is it lateral-shaped? Um, is it bird-shaped? <laughs> so, as you look at the base of the ladle... No! You realize that it could be perfectly inserted into the slot on the pedestal. I told you. I told you. Mary... Just are there any letters? Are there any letters in the room? Question mark. There are no letters in the room. You get a you get a sinking feeling that you have collected all of the letters. You have gotten all of the collectibles. Damn. <laughs> you completed that side quest. Um. Hey Digby. Hey Digby. Look at this. Look at this cool. Look at this cool. Look at this cool contraption I have on my hip. Mary, that's she a ladle. She whips out the ladle. Isn't it so cool? No. It's so it's so funny. I don't fully remember you, but I feel like this is our normal repartee. What does that word mean again? I, I think that's like did I use that correctly? Isn't it like the like this is our like rapport, our our the back and forth did I Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No. Uh, I mean, conversation or speech as or speech characterized by quick, witty comments or replies. Mary reads poetry occasionally. Oh, that's a callback. Um, <laughs> okay. No, no. Should I? Should I put this over here? That's so. That's so crazy. Mary, if you have an idea, just go through with it. I, I okay. want to get out of here. Okay. Please. And she and she goes ding, and puts it in there. So as she inserts it inside, uh, the red light um, from the stained glass window uh, starts to shine brighter. Um, and the runes, the glowing runes covering the ladle, um, start to be deciphered before your eyes. Of course, the two buttons on the ladle, the A and the B, stay the same. And the one mysterious button... Uh, that sits at the very top uh, does not have any sort of marking. Um, but there is also a word inscribed across the face of the ladle. Uh, K-O-N-A-M-I. Can you, can you spell that again so I can write it? K-O-N-A-M-I. Is this something only Mary, Mary can see, or can Digby see this as well? Oh, you can also, you can also <laughs> okay. see this. All right. You can also see this. All right, Mary, maybe you aren't seeing things. Letters. Um, yeah, I, I see the letters. <laughs> yeah, so uh, you now have this. Uh, looking around the rest of the room, um, 
you guys actually find something pretty neat. Neato. Uh, I forgot that I stuck this in this room. Uh, but sitting on the wall, you find a first aid kit. Gasp. Oh, ho, ho. And That's inside of that first aid kit, you find a bit of anti-vent. I really made this very easy. Uh, you find a <laughs> bit of anti-venom. Uh, Digby, you still feel a little bit sick <laughs> from the oh. poison. Right. <laughs> I forgot that happened. Uh, I think I may just um, grab this. Uh, <laughs> shoot. It, it's a it's a it's a it's a first aid kit, right? Uh, so yeah. sitting inside of like this first aid box, like this med box, um, you find uh, gauze, uh, rubbing alcohol, um, this like cure all anti venom, um, shark repellent, blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah, and Is... also uh, as a last thing, you find like. You just find some painkillers. Okay. Is anti-venom something you drink? Or, like, inject? Uh, I would. It seems like I... a... It doesn't... There's, like, no needle or injection method All right. attached. Um, it looks just like something you drink. Digby's just gonna grab it and take a gulp. Okay, there's only enough dosage for one. So you, you gulp it down, and you feel it sitting in your stomach. Um... And it's just, like, it, it's gross. It's very slimy. Blah. Ew. Um, but, but you manage to get it down, and you feel a little bit better. Uh, Is you Digby gonna, look a little less gray? Well, you think it's going to take um, a little while for the effects to wear off. Okay. Um, but you can tell that this is not going to permanently, permanently affect your constitution. That's good. In any way moving forward. Uh, I am going to have you, for the time being, take a minus one to any tough-related roll. Okay. Um, yeah. That's fine with me. And that is about all... Well, except for this. Um, you find in this room a... Uh, you find another part of the radio. You find the box of the radio, the the big old the big old boxy box. Oh. Um, the only thing that seems to be missing from the box itself is a battery to power it, um, and the radio antenna which you've already gathered. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So wait, we have the radio antenna, but we're missing the battery. Yeah, there is no battery to power this thing. Okay. Well, that's an another thing to start searching for, I guess. Uh, yeah. So, uh, what do we do with this ladle with the letters on it? I feel like I you just put I it on the thing and now it has words. What, is it, what does this do for us? I wonder if we push the buttons, if it'll change the order of the letters, because I don't think that's a word. Like, I wonder if it will, like, d jumble it. Huh? 
like, okay, I, if I push the A or B button, what does it do? Uh, it seems to do nothing right now. But if I push the top button? Uh, it seems to do nothing right now. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Alright, well, how about we just figure this out later? We, we still... There's still some parts of this place we haven't looked at. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. And I grab so, the ladle. I'm not leaving it. I'm not leaving it. <laughs> okay. Uh, where are you guys headed? Somewhere Ooh. over the rainbow. Way up high. <laughs> so, yeah, I forget what rooms we haven't explored. Uh, so the rooms that you guys have not explored to your fullest ability, um, you have not explored, um, there is, as you wander around back towards the washroom, uh, you see two more rooms to the left, but they seem to be locked with a blue and green lock, respectively. Um, up on the second floor, um, there is a guest bedroom that seems to be locked with a blue lo uh, lock and there is also the room that Mary uh, like started from which okay. is open and also just there's a main room on the second floor that has not been analyzed well to get out of there what's the lock on that door again to get out of where you said in the main room there was a door that like led outside but I couldn't open it I had a lot. Uh, so in the main room, um, there is a big double door. Uh, it, it There was no color corresponding to the lock. It was just a lock. Oh, dang. It, okay. seems, it seems as if it is some specific key. All right. Hello, and welcome back to another mid-roll. This is a very special mid-roll where I'm not going to talk about anything other than, well, the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Imaginots is a wonderful place where you can get a multitude of things. Uh, I've been working very hard on reformatting the Patreon. Um, we have three main tiers. I'm getting art made for the tiers right now um, by Bella. Uh... We have the Argonaut, uh, Astronaut, and Imaginaut tiers. Those are $3, $5, and $10, respectively. Uh, and they are awesome. They are awesome, awesome, awesome. The kind of content that you're going to get with every single one of these. And keep this in mind. As I talk with the special content from, uh, well, each one of these tiers, it's going to scale in a way that, like, the $10 tier has everything that the $5 and $3 have. Um, and the $5 has everything the $3 has. So at the $3 tier, you're going to be getting all of our bonus exclusive content. Uh, this includes DM notes um, from our, I mean, well, me. Uh, these DM notes are more for bonus things, uh, like things that you don't see. Um I did a one-shot with our cast, uh, The Mobis Massacre of Hay Springs. That Those words are nonsense to you, but they won't be if you tap into our Patreon. They are set. Uh, these one-shots are set in the Imagina or the Lazarus universe, um, and they are canon to the story. 
Uh, maybe these characters will even become important later on. Uh, so if you guys want to get a head start on their stories um, and the adventures that they're going on, uh, tap into the Patreon. I will probably record and publish a couple of those as well. Uh, they're just kind of fun little side adventures. Uh, other than that, you get uh, digital downloads of all of the songs that I use in the show that are original. Uh, I have nine original tracks so far. I've spent about upwards of $1,100 on music alone. Um, and that's not even counting the art. The art is also another thing. I have a little series up there uh, called Making a Monster. Uh, and these are basically like little design snapshots of what it took to design these creatures. Uh, I, I have the final creature designs. Uh, I will throw them up on screen at some point. I have one for the Wendigo, and I have one for the uh, Schaefer Estate creature. Um, but the final designs will be published, but all of the concept art, all of the different designs that we might have gone with, uh, are going to be Patreon exclusive. So if you want to get those, all you got to do is go to the $3 tier. So I know that's a lot of content. And you're like, wow, wow, they're giving us so much for $3. But for $2 more at the $5 tier, uh, you'll also be getting uh, the Imagine Notes, a show that I actually published the pilot of a while ago. Uh, but it's basically just an afterthoughts. Um, after the session is over, we come together and I give the guys like a little bit more insight um, into maybe some things that they missed or wanted expanded on. Uh, we do questions. Um, hopefully we'll get to a point where we can do sort of like a Q&A style thing, uh, but it's kind of like an a behind the scenes show. I, I have them go through their like thoughts on why they made certain decisions in the session um yeah uh so it's a really cool about 30 minutes program that's uh there's a it, that acts as a companion after every single one uh, after every single episode we produce so those are cool uh look out for those uh and that's about it for the five dollar tier uh we'll add some more things uh, and then for the $10 tier, the $10 tier, the big old one, the filibuster, the $10 tier is where you can have your name you choose on Patreon. It can be anything. It can be stinky, poopy baby butt. And we will read it out loud during the mid-roll. So, if you have $10 to spare and you want to hear me say special thanks to uh, Silly Poopy Baby Butt, feel free. Or you can put your real name in there. Uh, but it's just shouting out somebody who is basically considered a producer at the Imaginot level. Um, because you are doing so much to support the show. At any, at any tier, really. Um, but specifically at that high lofty tier. Uh, maybe at some point we'll have to move that around because $10 is kind of considered cheap for a uh, Patreon, especially when you're trying to support a show and everybody else. But for right now, we're just doing this uh, to funnel back in and 
make things like more art and more music for you all. Um, and then I want to talk about our goals. Uh, so on Patreon, there is a thing where you can sort of set certain goals. Um, and I think right now, uh, our only goal is $100 a month. Um, that takes 10 $10 patrons or $25 patrons. Um, but we will, for a week, do a special thing where the hosts of our shows will flip. Uh, so basically... Our two shows that we have going on right now, It's Shway at Schwarbage and uh, Maginot's Lazarus, uh, will produce the same show, uh, but with flipped casts. Uh, so Will and Jack will um, do an adventure set in the Lazarus universe, uh, and Artie and Bella will host an episode of It's Shway at Schwarbage, uh, which I'm actually really looking forward to. Uh, and if you guys want to see that, again, just contribute. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not, we're not entitled to any of your money if you watch any of this, uh, but like, man, there's so much, there's so much stuff that I would, I would like, personally, I would like to do, uh, and I would like to give you guys, I would like to funnel back, um, into the show, produce the show a little bit more. Uh, I can only do so much and also, like, survive off of the money I make. Uh, and that's that's kind of a little bit like, ugh, I wish I didn't have to, like, pay for food. Which I wish I didn't have to do that. wish I could just pour all of my money into what I have. But, uh, we live in an age where the starving artist doesn't need to exist. <laughs> uh... Thank you very much, and uh, thank you for supporting the show just by being here and watching it. And if you're listening to this, you've already listened to a good majority of this episode. Uh, and I appreciate you, audience member. Uh, no matter if you support us on our financially or not, you're you're listening to the stuff that we're creating, and that means the most out of everything. Thank you so much, and I hope you have a awesome time listening to the rest of the episode. Um, I think we should probably head to the room where Mary um, woke up, since we okay. haven't fully explored sure. that yet. It's like one of the one, one of the places we haven't really can, one of the only places we can really go <laughs> that doesn't have a locked door. Uh, so as you guys travel back upwards, um, you find yourselves in this room. With a long, uh, with a long table uh, sitting opposite of a fireplace, uh, it seems to be some sort of sitting room or dining room. Uh, there are some lounge chairs over to the side, um, just a sort of cozy place to eat a meal. Um, yeah. If you guys want to analyze this room more closely, I will have you do a sharp check, as this one has more nooks and crannies than the tower. That was more open. This has more hidden compartments. I'll do it. So you each can roll a sharp. Okay. Uh, hmm. So a nine. I. So a nine is a full success. A six. Mary, um. You nice. find a really funny <laughs> chair. 
Um, oh, that's so great. <laughs> it's it's green. Um, no letters. There, there's no, there's no. Okay, so the chair that you are looking at, um, it's, it's one of the, it's a four-legged chair. Uh, it's, it's got a rounded bottom. Uh, the seat of it is weirdly shaped. Uh, actually, I, I guess I'll just, I, I guess I'll just, um, share a reference. Uh, it's very specific. Um, and I'll, I'll throw this up on screen in the editing process. I think you should tell Artie what he sees, because it's probably a ah! No! Uh, that is the Oh, no! Ah, no! That's hilarious. That's so great. <laughs> that is the chair that you find. Uh, Mary, you are instantly fixated on this evil object. Um, she and off. Digby, you find several things. <laughs> okay. Uh, with your nine that you rolled, uh, you discover... You discover a book, Yo. and um, you can see that it has um, on the cover the Shafir ha- Hashem, the Shafir Hashem. Oh, um, you would not know what that means, and it seems when you open it up to be in a different language. Um, okay. You also find another book, uh, The Anatomy of Dreams. Interesting. Um, laid open on the table. Uh, and you read one of the passages, just because just it's open there. And, yeah. I don't know, you're snooping on the previous tenant. Uh, you read a very specific note about dreams stimulating a specific part of your brain. Um, and one way to find out if you are dreaming or not in a dream is to try and read text. Um, as when you are dreaming, you cannot read words. That oh. side of your brain cannot be accessed. Um, so it's just it's just talking about basically the stimulation of different parts of the brain. Um, and as you are reading this, it does dawn on you that this is not a dream as you are yeah. <laughs> reading this book off of a page. Okay. Um, or the book, the author of the book could just be like spouting nonsense. Ooh. And it could be a dream. Th- this but does no. seem like a vaguely familiar scientific <laughs> thing. Okay. Um, you have done research on dream-oriented monsters before. Okay. Uh, And as you look around, you find one more thing. It seems to be some weird mutated plant jutting out of a pot sitting in the corner. Okay. What does it look like? Uh, The stem of an onion but weirdly, like, mangled and misshapen. Hmm. That's one screwed up onion. 
gotta say. Uh, and Mary, I would say <laughs> that all of the things that Digby notices, you are also privy to. Aw, that's so generous of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to assume that every single time Digby finds something, he says it out loud so that you <laughs> know. I Mary's hear just it, permanently but I'm... entranced by the froggy chair. Yeah, yep. <laughs> every time he says something, I'm like, that's nice, oh, dream, dream, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Dream, 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 dream. <laughs> uh, Mary starts breakdancing. <laughs> At this point, uh, yeah. She's been going through it. Hmm. Okay. Um. <gasps> interesting. We should put that plant in in the boiling water. No. To make, si to make soup. Why do you need soup? We're trying to get out of here. Because it's gonna be magic soup. Mary, let it go. No. It it it's something you're gonna have to accept. There, there's no soup. There is soup. Mary, do you want to take the onion? Yeah. Okay. I pocket uh, that. Mary. Mary. Mary takes and pockets the onion. Please. Um. <sighs> Do, do you go to try and attempt to make this soup? No, no, I think we should keep exploring, but the next time we find ourselves in the kitchen, I'll be tossing that bad boy in the water. Okay. Um, and uh, you guys are done with this room. About Actually, okay. As you guys look in this room, you do find a small double-A battery. Uh, hey. How convenient. Uh, do you stick it in the radio? Yeah, I'm gonna start putting together the radio. Um, let's see. Let me roll Act Under Pressure just to see how well you do this. Roll Cool, at least, to see how okay. well you do this. Cool. You have a plus one to Cool? Um... Oh no, that was I, that was. I do, yeah. Oh, you got a nine. All right. Uh, yeah, that that about does it. That's a full success. Yeah, you do it. Okay. Um, you build this bad boy, um, and you can hear a noise crack on. Um. It's it's not making any sound right now. Okay. Can Digby's gonna like fiddle with the knobs on the radio, try to find a frequency maybe. It I... seems like it's um like locked onto one frequency. And you can see on the box there is this little like wave um that as you move around it picks up and like starts to wave more if you catch my drift. Like it's flat and then it sort of picks up like like looking at an audio frequency. Okay. Huh. But you don't hear much noise coming from it other than the crackling. Shoot. I don't know. Well, remind me.
remind me, this we first found this radio in the bedroom, right? Uh, so the parts of the radio... They were scattered all over the place. Were scattered all over the place, Okay. Yes. Hmm. I'm really not sure what to do with it. Um... Mary, do you have any ideas on how to work a radio? I feel like... Uh, uh, yeah, I would turn the... I would turn the volume up, maybe? <laughs> I would... Hmm. Digby does so. Uh, it... again. The crackling gets louder. Okay, uh, Digby turns it down. <laughs> have you tried turning it on and then off again? Digby does that. It's crackling. <laughs> okay. Well, there's another radio in the house. What if what if we just go put it next to that and compare and contrast and see what's going on? Actually, actually, Digby. You would know, you would see, the radio that you found when you entered the Schaefer estate and were pushed out of the window? That's what I was thinking of. Is is this radio. You have okay. rambled it. Oh, okay. never mind, never mind. My bad. This, this radio is important. I just, I just don't know how it's important yet. Hmm. Is there a <laughs> okay. playback feature on it? <laughs> like, well, no, I wasn't sure if you could, like, record things on it also. Because some, like, hand radios you can. It just it just seems to be, like, a broadca uh, broadcast radio. Huh. We could use it to call for help. No, it's a it's a. Oh, it's just a regular, radio. yeah, never yeah. mind. Like one of those little boxed radios. Yeah, 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 I get it now. Sorry. Well, while we're exploring the rest of the house, then I, I guess we could just like keep it on and carry it with us, and in case we yeah. get like a sudden like contact, I don't with something, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Genuinely. I think Digby's also gonna pick up the two books found as well. The dream one and the the one that you can't understand. Cool. Uh, where are you guys headed next? I wonder if it would be able to pick things up more if we were in that tower. Like, is it higher than any other point in the house? Um, so it... You can see it stretches up. But, like... Um. Not necessarily higher. Like, like if... You have the ability to go higher, but there's no ladder or anything. Yeah, okay. It's very tall. I think we should try and get that key because there's a lot of blue locks and wasn't that key yeah. blue? Well, I haven't seen it. But, oh, right, yeah. Yeah. Mary, Mary knows it's blue. Um, so are you guys going to go to the washroom? Yes. Sure. Okay, so as you guys exit that room, I'm going to describe to you what this like common area looks like for the um, second floor. There is... This is sort of like a lounge-ish sort of thing. There's another desk in the corner. Um, there's a fireplace with lounge seating around. Uh, this seems to be like some sort of living room-ish area. Um, and there seems to be a piece of paper feeding into the, the typewriter sitting on this desk. Hmm. Is there anything on the paper? 
It looks it's to be blank. an unfinished letter. Oh. Oh. And who wants to read the letter? Um. I guess. I can, oh. I guess. Well, I was gonna say, Mary, you've been raving about letters all this time. Yeah, yeah. I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it. My dearest James, I love you so. However, I must confess a great truth to you at this moment. I am alone, I am, and always have been. Feeling such things, I am compelled to con- confect? <laughs> confess. Oh, confess, Wait. sorry. I am compelled to confess with our fellow members of the town, but I cannot find myself relating to their struggles, their worries. My, my lifestyle makes me numb to such small things. I know you did I know you do not feel similarly, as your morals are befitting of a benevolent. <laughs> fuck, as your morals are befitting of the benevolent leader you that you are. You do not understand, however, the grandeur and loftiness of my unique perspective. I find your allure to be unlike any other. I love you, James Schaefer, and then it stops there. The part that is missing seems to be the address. There is no, there is no, there is like a, a dash at the bottom, and mm-hmm. it seems like that is the bit that is missing from the letter, is who this is coming from. <gasps> Schaefer. It's coming from Clara. What do you do, Mary? Ah, ah, the letters. No, 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 no. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Somewhere in the library, it talked about it being Clara Schaefer's, right? And she would know who Clara Schaefer is because she lives here, right? Uh, yes, you would know about the Clara Schaefer Memorial Library. Yeah. Digby, this is from Clara Schaefer. I I think you're right. Because the letters, the letters... Okay, I type in... As you type, we flash to different points in the house... The C, letters, the L, the A, the R, the A, (laughs) plastered up against the walls. Oh, I did something. As you press (laughs) the bit on the side, you know, the one that, like, makes it go down or whatever, you hear a popping noise, and you can see the ink ribbon unfurl. Ooh! And there seems to be a hook attached to the bottom. <gasps> this is how we get the key. Huh. I told you. I ooh, did, you did I told me. you I no. saw those letters. Yes, I did. No, uh, I mean, okay, you did tell me you saw the letters, but not, okay, never mind. Let's just. Could a living person do that? <laughs> yes. I thought not. Nope. Seeing uh-huh. seeing glowing letters in the walls. Does Digby see them now, Quentin? No. Mary, I, I I trust that something is happening, but I really do not think that there are letters in the walls. You know what? That's fine. That's fine. I'm going to take this hook and get the key in the sink. I'm so glad I didn't use your bird while you were sleeping. This is but so don't much touch easier. What? The bird. Do not touch the bird. Don't even think about touching the bird. I said I was glad I didn't. Good. Okay. 
Do you guys want to go and get the key? Yes. Yeah. Alright, so you guys go into the washroom um, and you lower the ribbon down in and hook it. You reel it I'll tell you, you have seen exactly how many doors? Uh, you have seen one, two, three doors that can be opened with this blue key. Digby, it's your choice. Because I'm are saying these doors that located again. Um, so there is one on the first floor. Or there are two on the first floor. Uh, one next to the washroom. Um, one uh, in the east wing and one on the second floor. Uh, that would be the last room on the second floor that you have not looked in yet. How about we take a look through the door that's next to the washroom? Okay, so as you open this particular door up, um, you find yourself in what looks to be a study. Um, a lot of desks in this room, or in this in this home. Uh, there's a grand desk, biggest desk you've seen uh, so far. Uh, it seems to have a bunch of stuff open on it, documents. Uh, nothing super important. It just looks to be like uh, psychological profiles, uh, a bunch of morals and ethics books. Um, you can see a diploma uh, sitting on the wall. Um, James Schaefer uh, majored in relative uh, philosophy and minored in ethical sciences. And, Interesting. Um, you see a family crest. Uh, the Schaefer family crest um, is a an ink, like like a feather pen, um, and a flintlock pistol crossed. Fancy uh, and fancy. that is a metal insignia plastered up on the wall. Uh, the last thing you find readily available is sitting on this desk... You see a pot. And coming out of that pot, oh. a green tuft. What? And a little huh. bit of orange. A gigantic orange plant. A carrot. What? I pick it for Mary, the soup. Think for before the you act. Soup. Digby, think of the soup. <sighs> Fine, fine, I put it back. What is your reasoning for me not having the carrot? What do we need soup for? You haven't, you haven't seen did the, it's boiling water without the, the heat and the ladle is magical and I'm telling you, oh, and I put some of uh, the guy in the conservatory's blood in there. Also, it didn't work, but I feel like I'm making progress. I take the okay. carrot. 
Okay. So, as you guys are sitting in this room and as you guys are arguing, you can hear a noise. Is this like a noisy noise or a a noise type of noise? What kind kind of noise we talking? A voice. A, oh. a low voice. Oy. Coming from the radio. <gasps> Digby turns the radio volume up. This cannot have happened. I did so much to assure that this wouldn't happen. What do I do? What do I do? I can't just... And it cuts out. And it repeats that message over and over again. Digby turns down the volume. Uh, I... That isn't Someone... too awful. Someone was having a bad day before we got here, let me just say. Yeah, well, we're not having a too too great of a day ourselves. Yeah, fair. I... It's too bad we can't talk back. I don't know if that... It seems like it was... The message was recorded. It's, it's repeating. Or... I don't know. It feels like... We're living someone else's, or we're walking through someone else's memory. It's an interesting theory. Well, I mean, everything is the way it was before, it seems like. Did, it could I, be. I, I, I don't know. I or feel like, like we don't have enough happened. information to piece anything like that together yet. I, I just mm. want to get out of here. Yeah. So, we have... The, you, you still have... Mary, you still have the onion and the carrot? Yep. And the ladle. I really do not like that those ingredients lend themselves to be put into soup. <laughs> I feel like we should explore some other rooms. Yeah. Was there anything else to see in this room, Quentin? Uh, not... There's a safe in the corner, but it's locked. It's, there's a combination. You guys don't know the combination. You would know that. You would know that you don't know the combination. You don't know okay. the combination. Not is important. it letters? Combination. If it's it, letters, I... It is? It's, it's numbers. Uh, no, but I do want you guys to, uh, make me some sharp checks. Oh boy. There we go. These always All go right. so well. <laughs> Eight and six, okay. So another frog chair in here. <laughs> <laughs> Digby. Yes. You hear a noise. <gasps> far away. Far away. Okay. But it's a noise that you've heard before. You hear this slamming noise. Off in the distance. You've heard it once. Did I perchance hear that noise before in the basement? In the basement. Oh boy. It's the trap door opening. Uh, Mary? W whatever... If we have a plan, if at all, we need to do it fast. There's um something 
that we can't really deal with right now, and I think it's come up from the basement. Oh. Uh. Oh, joy. Uh, okay. Uh. Does Digby have any idea where this noise came from other than it's far away? Uh, it came from, it came from the trapdoor. It came from the trapdoor right. and the monster fell down. Okay. It came, so it came from the library. That's where, that's where you exited out of the beast. So to get to the, any of the other doors that we, ha that we haven't opened, would we have to go through the library? Uh, you would have to pass by the library. Okay. Um. Shit. Shoot. Places that you can go right now, uh, you can go to the washroom. That's pretty much it. That's the only other room in this area without we, passing by the library. Can we try breaking one of the windows and just exiting the house? That's gonna... That's, uh... I doubt that's a good idea. It's a way out and away from the monster. Well, it's gonna bring that monster to us, and we don't know what's outside. It's just... nothing. Yeah. Okay. Well... Uh, do cool to see if you can do a clean break and not hurt yourself. Uh, cool? Yeah, cool. Digby's backing away from the window. He's inching towards the washroom. M Mary, we shouldn't attract attention to this thing can hear. Seven. That's, I, that's better. That's better than a six. It's a mixed success. What are you what are you trying to do to break this window? Uh, Describe to me how you're doing it. I take the ladle and I whack it really hard. Oh my god. Uh, glass shatters outwards, but weirdly as it interacts with this it flies back inside towards you. Take one harm as you are cut the fuck up. Alright. It, it hurts like a motherfucker. Ah, shit! Mary, get over here. We we just stay away from the window. We need to get to another room before yeah, yeah, that okay. thing gets, gets in here. Um, Mary, what I would say is when you like touched the red it felt like 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 a liquid almost uh, great not blood not blood we've done we've done a lot of blood there's been a lot of blood but like she still has blood all over her yeah she still does have blood all over her but this is this is different um and you could almost feel something on your person, like, react with this thing near. The ladle? Not the ladle, no. Did the carrot the onion? No. <laughs> the keys? No. The hook? No. The ladle. What else do I have? There is, there is one thing missing that you had last session. Uh, the knife! No. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about then. The bird. Is yeah. that doing? Yeah. Well, as you turn around, um, 
Yeah. Uh, you just you feel a little tingling come from your back pocket, but you don't you don't really think any, anything of it. Okay. Yeah. Um. Where do you guys where are you guys going next? Ah. Uh, so is the the washroom's like a dead end then, right? Pretty much. Washroom's a dead end. Uh, study washroom, that's basically what there is over here. If you guys want to go to the anything else, you have to pass by the library. But you know that that is a risky move. Yeah. Well, we're not going to get anything done just standing in these two rooms, which we've already explored, I feel like. Yeah, agreed. We should probably just risk it. Alright, I think Digby and Mary are gonna risk walking by the library. Maybe we can go to, like, try and see what the other door on the main floor goes to. Okay. Um, what approach are you guys taking to this? Like, is this a stealthy approach? Are you guys, like, bum-rushing? I think Digby's vote would be for a stealthier approach. I don't know about Mary. Yeah, I'll, you know what? I'll, I'll... Stealthy's fine. I guess we're all cool again. Yeah. This more specifically will be an act under pressure. An eight and a nine. So, the moves act under pressure. Eight and nine are mixed successes. Oh. Nine? <laughs> right, ten's yep. a full success. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to give you a worse outcome, a hard choice, or a price to pay. Mm. Okay. So. You guys. Stealth. You're walking down this corridor. You look right hoping to see the monster. Maybe. Maybe it's distracted. Maybe it's looking at something. No. There's nothing in that room. Nothing in the library. At least not readily available. But what you do see something very important in that room, Mary. And you are going to retrieve it for me. Am I? Yes. Am I? Because if you don't, I am going to show you exactly why you should not challenge me. I have a tool, a weapon, Something that I can leverage over your head. Something you've been hiding from, Mary. The truth. And as he says that, you, your head begins to pound 
you have never had a, a headache this intense in your entire life. You start flashing back to that scene at the beginning of the session. And as we visualize Mary's face mid-scream, the camera begins to turn. And the longer you let it go on, the more harm you will take. What'll it be, Mary? I just need one little book. <laughs> Digby... Uh, are these the books that Digby picked up? or it... No, no, no. no. Okay. It's a book from the library. He hasn't said which one yet. Digby? Mary, are you alright? I'm, I'm you look okay. A pale. I'm okay. I uh, left something in the washroom. I am going to go get it. I want you to keep going, okay? Mary. I didn't. I, I'm it's not, not, a I'm good not idea in the mood. I'm not there. in the mood. I'm not in the mood. I will meet you. I will be fine. Okay. All right. Be safe. Okay. I will see you. Digby's going to continue sneaking through the hallway as best okay. he can sneak through a hallway. And I duck in the library. Good girl. Ah. Now, what we're looking for... We're looking for the counterpart to the book that Digby picked up earlier. The dream one? No, the other one. The one that could not be pronounced. Ah. That is the Book of Life. We're looking for... Well, I don't really have to say now, do I? Nope. Uh, and you see it up on a up on a higher shelf. If Digby was here, he'd be able to reach it, since he is taller than you are, but you got to climb a little bit. Are there any chairs in the room? There is, sitting at the desk. All right, I grab it, drag it over, and climb on top of it. Okay. You do. You grab the Book of Death. And as you go to step down, you can feel the chair get whipped to the side. Oh, And you fall shit. flat on your back. Ow! What the fuck? there it is. What the, f the monster? The monster. And I've, I actually have some art uh, for this thing. It's still in the development Ooh. phase. Ooh, um, but I've been working with our artist, Robin. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do a couple of concept images just so you okay. guys get a real feel for this thing. Um, here is the first one. Um, and then. I have a colored image here. The final image will be up on our Patreon um, for you guys to see. Uh, yeah, you should you should check out our Patreon, guys. <laughs> this is no time to shill. <laughs> You're under attack. <laughs> um, no, here's the here's the colored one. Ooh, ooh. Wow, that's uh, funky. 
it no longer has this limb, this this snake serpent limb, uh, on its right side anymore. So it's, but what it did use to whip it away was its tail. Um, and Mary, it starts running towards you. Oh shit! Uh, uh, what am I supposed to do? Steven, James, whatever the fuck your name is in my head. Re- really? Fuck. Steven, James? Steven I don't... James. <laughs> I start running. I start running away from That's the monster. That's a deep cut. Okay, so you run around this desk. Um, and you can see as it runs forward, full, like, frontal, you can... Like, you think for a second that it might, like, run straight into the uh, bookshelf, but it doesn't. It jumps up, latches on, and then pounces towards you. Gah! Duh, okay. What do you want to do here? Do you want to defend yourself, or do you want to dodge out of the way? Dodge. Dodge, I think. Okay, act under pressure. Hey! The most the most under pressure thing is actually doing this dice spot. Oh no! So that is an abject failure. That's a six. Oh um, no! I feel like it was a bad idea to split up. You get pounced on by this thing. It's gigantic gorilla limb pushing your chest into the floor. You can feel the wind get knocked out of you. You're not going to take any harm right now, but it gets its face moves close to you. And you can see a line formed at the very center of the the face as it starts to split. You can see teeth and a gigantic throat. Ew! You know those little, like, suckers that bees have? Yeah. For honey? Yeah. One of those jutting out of the back. Can I, can I, can I, while I'm down here, can I try to hex it now that I can use some of my fancy-dancy powers? And seeing as she's freaking the fuck out. As the sucker makes contact with your face. Yes. You are in a high enough emotional state. Yeah, she starts screaming. Obviously. I'm not going to scream. I'm in a library. But she starts screaming. (laughs) Okay. And let me get the rules up on Hex. I'm looking at them right here. Want me to tell you? Nah, I have the book. Oh, oh, excuse me. Oh, sorry, yeah. Oh, no, um, pardon me. So, use magic. Ugh! Fuck! Got a seven. Okay. Um. And... That... That, okay, it works imperfectly. Hmm. So, your effect and a glitch... Um, 
So you get to have an effect from the list of uh, effects here. Okay. Um, I don't even know if it could contract a disease. So I think, I think I'll just have it immediately suffer the two harm. Okay. Um, and I'm, I'm going to. I will choose a glitch. Um. No, I'll let you. Ch I'll I'll let you choose, but I'll flesh it out. So, what glitch do you want? I don't know where the options for. I don't think I have options for glitches. Uh, you have the effect is weakened. The effect is of short duration. You take plus one. Are you take one harm? Ignore armor. Uh, the magic draws immediate unwelcome attention, or it has problematic side effect. Ah, uh, problematic side effect. Mary. Your eyes darken, and your hair turns this white color. As you can feel your scream emanating out, almost becoming sonic in nature. Uh, this thing rears backwards, its ears starting to bleed as it takes two harm. Uh, she scrambles and gets the fuck out of there. I'm not going to tell you what the problematic side effect is yet. Oh, oh, okay. But you hurry back to Digby. You guys, you guys meet back up, Digby. What, what would you have been doing this whole entire time? I think um, Digby is kind of still suffering from that inflated ego. So once he heard the <laughs> screaming, he was like on his way um, back to the library to see if he could like help out. But I've, I'm assuming that he and Mary just met up in the middle of the hallway. Yeah. In that case. Um, hey, buddy. Oh hey, <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't Mary. worry about it. I decided that I would dye my hair. Let's. How about we go down what? the hallway this way? Did you get what you needed? Yep. All right. Yes, I All right, did. I trust you. Let's go. We need to run. All right. Okay. Uh, you guys run, and you are you guys are running towards. You guys are running towards the room. The room. The blue. The, the other blue key room. Sure. On the floor? Sure. All right. And you guys open up. White light. That's all there is on the other side of that door. Oh, God! Digby's going to stick a hand into the, through the door frame. Why is, is that this anything, so bright? Do anything? Or is it just, like, hmm? light? Just light? It's just light. There's nothing on the other side of that door. I think we should just go in. Mm. Move towards the light! You hear a low-pass growling behind you. Uh, yeah, okay, I don't uh, think there's much yeah, other choice. Let's go. It's it's dark in this room. You guys are together again. You are standing next to each other. 
you look around. You're surrounded by cages. Oh, no. Filled with dead animals. Oh. Mutated animals. And as you look in the other direction, the, the direction that your bodies are facing, you see something terrible. You see a small old man with gills and fins adorning his face and limbs. No. As he opens his lips and says, I think this bun has achieved immortality. Barking?